1: And welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with
0: Tobacito and Janice Gant and
2: Kevin Ebling. Merry Christmas, guys. Well, late Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas.
1: After Merry Christmas. Uh, Kev, you got probably the greatest Christmas present anybody could have ever asked for. You want to tell everybody? Drum roll.
2: It is, yes. We had. Uh... Ellis Rose Ebling was born December 17th, 2022, 6 pounds, 4 ounces.
0: Oh, and she is so precious. We've seen pictures of her. Oh, well, thank you, guys. She is gorgeous. like you, Kevin.
2: We're pretty excited about it. We, we like her. She's a keeper.
0: Yeah, that's so great. It's so much fun. What does it feel like?
2: It's still a little bit surreal to think that I'm somebody's father. I don't know, it's odd, but it's a great <laughs> feeling at the same time.
1: Does it, yeah. feel, it, does it feel anxious? Does it feel peaceful? Does it feel scary, exciting? Like, what are your feelings?
2: I think all of those a little bit, but mostly happy, peaceful, tranquil, and, you know, distressful stuff you kind of push aside just because it's so exciting.
0: Yeah. That's and good. How long was the labor?
2: Oh my God. It was so fast. So they came in and said that she was about four centimeters and they're like, so you'll be about a centimeter an hour. So I'm looking to watch. I'm like, okay, it'll be about five or six hours till she's born. They came in 45 minutes later and said, you're complete, fully dilated. So the whole thing was oh. like an hour. It was crazy.
0: Oh, that is so amazing. <laughs> That's like massively touch and go. Good thing you didn't go get a burger or something.
2: Oh, I know. She was saying, run home and get some stuff, like your toothbrush and things. And I'm like, no, I think I'll stay. And I'm really glad I did not leave.
1: (laughs) I love her name, Kevin. Oh, thank you.
2: Both family names.
1: Well, anything with the the name Rose in it, I think is just. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that was my great grandmother's name.
1: Nice. So, has she, how is she as a baby?
2: You know, she is very, very chill, especially during the day. She just sleeps a lot. She's very cuddly, very happy. But at night, she can be a little bit of a terror. But we're getting used to that. Um, That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. She'll sleep anywhere and any, you know, during the daytime, no problems. But at night, it's like she has to be held by one of us or she is not happy. So, we're still adjusting, but everything's going good.
1: And are y'all yeah. breastfeeding? What's happening with the feeding?
2: Yes, breastfeeding. And now we're figuring out the whole, I know there's probably too much information people listening, the whole pump thing so that I can feed her too.
1: Oh yeah, no. That's yeah that's, that's yeah, that doesn't make anybody uncomfortable. All yeah. right. As
2: it's new territory for me. So
1: you've already said the word breast. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry for our listeners that we're having to record today remotely because we know the sound isn't quite as good, but we went to the studio today and and couldn't get things rocking, but we were just determined to not go another week. So here we are. Uh, we got to thank our sponsor for today, Stephanie Harold. She has been a long time listener. Kevin, she's a personal big fan of yours. She oh, well, thank owns- you comments about how much you make her laugh and, um so she's she's just Glad such a she sent a little christmas love in um and she was super excited to hear about your baby as i'm sure all of our listeners listening today are going to be thrilled to to hear that you have a healthy happy baby girl and a healthy happy wife
2: <laughs> Yes, yeah. that's important too
1: yes no, very. I, <laughs> very 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 gotta
2: keep mom healthy too Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So, how was everybody's Christmas?
1: Good.
0: It was Happy- real. Yeah, it was so fun. It was, I'll tell you what happened. We, um, yesterday, when uh, Wesley and uh, when Bryn and Blair and all the girls came over, and we were in, Corey Thompson and his wife Savannah were coming over, and Kurt, my ex husband, was here. and we were all just about to open presents, and all of a sudden, Wesley Truitt, um, Wesley Harlow, and uh, Huxley, Huxley were were in were in my house. They had surprised me and shown up for Christmas, and uh, it was. I was I was so confused because I looked at Huxley because all the all the grandkids were around, and I was like. Wait, wait, wait. And then there's Wesley. It was so great. Oh, I can't.
1: Did you cry? I think I was tears.
0: I cried. Yes, I was so happy because I knew that she was coming on Tuesday. And um, but she decided to come early and surprise me. She said the only thing I was concerned about is is because I my our table, I make it really beautiful with places for everybody. And she said. I knew that their mother wasn't gonna have the table set for everybody. And Mm -hmm. I said, well, so we brought in the little green plastic table for the kids. And it was great. We all just crowded around the table. It was amazing. Hey, when I
1: when I'm as an adult, I still want to be at the kids' table. They have more fun and you don't have to know which fork to use. Yeah. That's really cute. I I love Christmas. I I woke up today and I'm like, it always feels so weird the day after Christmas.
0: I know it's kind of. I'm kind of bummed because there's yeah. so much anticipation.
1: I when we talked about things we loved about the holidays and things we don't love about the holidays, I don't know if you remember, but one of the things I said was like going back after the ho- like when it's all yeah. over. Like I do remember. All- yeah, it's true.
0: It's true. Yeah, it's always
2: it's a totally- little bit sad. Yeah.
0: It is always a little bit sad, for sure. Well, God willing, we we will have many more. (laughs) Exactly right. God willing. always next year. So speaking of,
1: uh, we thought it would be really good. It's a really good time. I think that as uh, humans, as you end, close one door and open another, you can't help but reflect on the door you're closing. Right. I thought it might be a lot of fun for us to talk about some of the our biggest lessons or some of our biggest reminders of lessons we've already learned along the way, but that, that just might have stuck out a little bit more in 2022. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, this was a fun thing for me to think through, you know, a, a year goes so fast. Yeah. But when you think about like all the things, like, I couldn't help, but when I was reflecting on this, all of the things that shaped those lessons and yet how long ago some of those things or events seem. And yeah. so kind of this weird time, time is weird. You know, it's like, it goes so fast and yet it's like, so much can happen in a year. Like think about all that's happened this year. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, you got pregnant and had a baby all in one year.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can't believe it, it. Doesn't it just seem like yesterday we were at your house and I was telling you that she was pregnant, <laughs> like how weird that is.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. And
2: you were going through changes then. And it's just a lot of stuff happened this year. Yeah.
1: A lot of stuff. And yet you, I feel like, how did we already get to the end of another year? How is it? I know. How- it's already over again. It's just bizarre, but it's a lot of fun. And I think it's a good exercise to reflect because I think that it's it's a form of gratitude. Um, it's it's kind of, We're kind of forced to remember those things that we probably shouldn't have forgotten in the first place, <laughs> the uh-huh. lesson that, uh-huh. that we're reminded of. Um, so Janice, how about you go first? How about you talk about- something that you are either reminded of or something that you learned this year.
0: Uh well, I there I have several things, but the first one that I identified when I sat down to to write down some of the lessons of 2022, the first one was the importance of peace. And I think that because of the Russia war and all of that devastation that had gone on and COVID, and since we were kind of out of that, even though it wasn't gone, but the just the difference and how I feel in my heart and in my thinking with the importance of just peace, which is to me, the absence of conflict, whether it's conflict within my own thinking or conflict externally or trying too hard to figure things out, some of that. But I thought when my when I am peaceful, life just unfolds a lot more gently. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, the importance of peace was one of the real lessons that I, and I'm going to really work on that because I... I, I want to sustain that and build that.
1: I love that one. I think, I think all of us in a strange way were affected by Russia, Ukraine. Um, you know, it's so far away and it seems like it's not a part of our lives, but if you believe in some way, we're all connected. I do. Yeah, um, me too. You know, what happens to you in a weird way happens to me, happens to you and you and you and you. And. I, while you and I are not big news watchers, Janice, I do feel a sense of responsibility to humanity, you know, and that, that was a, t- that whole thing and it's not over. Um, you know, I, I know families who are Russian, who have family members who have been kidnapped or, um, or people who whose families' lives over in the Ukraine have been deeply affected. And, you know, this, this, this doesn't happen without it affecting all of us.
0: That's- You're exactly right. And that is, and that's where, what I do when I start thinking about it and I get, and I lose my peace mm-hmm. is then that's when I go to my higher power and which I call God and say, okay, I know you've got this. So, leave right. it alone, you know, so that I can nurture that peace back inside of me if it's something happens and it kind of starts to slip.
1: Yeah. So, something that you just uh, spoke on, actually, something on my list is the importance of my faith and mm-hmm. life. You know, I was speaking with a, a gentleman this morning and I, I adore him and his, his girlfriend it's actually his fiance just broke off their engagement which has been incredibly painful for both of them but he talked about um, her faith is incredibly important to her and he just he didn't grow up with faith he's a real intellectual he wants to know why he needs hard evidence so faith is really difficult for him because faith is the belief in things we can't see and yet we believe. And he talked about how such a difference in his life and his ex fiance's life was that, was the peace that she had, despite what was happening in her world, her community, her life, her family, that there was this overwhelming peace that she had. And he said, I need, he said, with or without her, I need to find God. I need to. I need to invest in the belief of a higher power because I can't, he said, I'm learning at 33. I can't do this alone. You know, I, and I thought, I mean, when he was talking, I got really choked up because I thought, where would I be? You know, I think about all the things that have happened to me, to you, you, Kevin, to so many people that I love. And the only reason we can find peace in the midst of all of that pain and suffering is because of our God. Right. And, our God. Right. and uh, and you know, you can find hope in, in situations that seem hopeless, or you can have hope in a future, even if it under the current circumstances it seems or looks really bleak. Um, I definitely wrote that down, like the peace that I find in. And having my faith. Oh, I yeah. know that my piece comes from for sure.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. What about you, Kev?
1: What, hit, what made your list this year?
2: Um, I think one of the lessons that I learned and <clears throat> particularly recently is that my- I, I have a tendency to think that my problems are the only problems and the worst problems in the world. And I think I learned a lot about this, particularly when you had your accident and I'm like, people have so many things going on that are so much you know, more severe. And I'm not the only one who's going through struggles at the times, you know, I have a tendency to put myself in like this selfish little box sometimes where I feel bad for myself. And I've learned to get over that. It's funny just today I injured my hand funny enough in the hospital when my daughter was born. Um, and you were saying today, you guys were asking me, "Does it hurt?" And I'm like, "There are two people that I just do not want to complain about something being in pain to. One is Tova, after like what she went through recently, and the other is my wife right now, after she just went through labor. So I'm learning to just sort of know that everybody has their own stuff going on. And I think I told you guys, I've been, I've had sort of a spiritual awakening a little while ago, and it was nice. And I remembered when I was a kid, uh, I always loved. I was wore Saint Christopher's medal because we were raised Catholic, and he's the patron saint of travelers. And, um, after my most recent spiritual thing, and then what happened with the YouTube in factors into a lot of this stuff, I started thinking about that, like patron saint of travelers, like, you know, we all need help and guidance along the way. And I brought this up to my mom recently. And it's funny. She actually got me a St. Christopher's medal for Christmas. So oh, nice. I'm back to wearing it again every day.
1: Nice. That's super cool, Kevin. I love that. I love that.
2: But I think that's my that's big lesson so- learned is to be empathetic and understand that, um, Everybody, no matter what you think, has struggles going on all the time.
1: So true. Yeah. Yeah. And it may be different levels or different struggles, but that nobody's, everybody's going through something. It could be itsy bitsy bitsy bitsy, bitsy, you know, (laughs) like, you know, too big of a to-do list, which isn't really anything or like something incredible. But everybody is feeling something, you know, like.
2: And it's how we handle the process through something. that kind of Ev- defines us, you know? 100%.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the human condition. Yeah. Our, you know, there's no escaping. <laughs> there's no, I'm, no like, escaping no, I'm sure you life. had
2: moments and doubts where you were really down and out during that whole time. But Janice, you can, you'll can, you agree with me on this. Did Toba ever come off as like a poor me during that entire thing? I mean. No, never. No, never. And yeah, it's how you handle those things, I think, that really you know, showcases who you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, it's funny you
1: say that, Kevin, because one of the things on my list is it's okay to be mad at God. Like this mm-hmm. year, one of the things that I, I've, I've been through a lot, just like a lot of people, but I've never blamed or been mad at God. But this year I have been mad at God. And there were times after my accident know you just I have always felt after I lost my kids after I went through my divorce after I went through so many things with my family I thought okay like that's it you know like there's nothing really else but I always had a fear of losing my physical abilities like I always had a fear of being in an accident it's crazy like I, I don't walk around afraid of anything, but I did always fear like, or think that would put me over the edge.
2: Losing your faculty, like being paralyzed or something like that?
1: Being in a bad accident. I just, there were times where I would think, what would it be like to be in a bad accident? And then I'd have to just stop thinking about it because it was too overwhelming for me because it was just such a fear of mine to like something would happen to, the, to limit my physical capabilities. It was always mm-hmm. my fear and then it happened. And I it was happened. like, are you kidding me? You know? And I mean, Craig and I were talking about it this last week and he talked about how, you know, the first 24 hours, if he didn't know my mind was okay or if he didn't know that my body was going to be, cause we were still in such a discovery, you know, like, Oh sure.
2: Yeah. You had no idea that, how bad it
1: could be. And the, long-term. And I mean, and he just said he had so many thoughts and I, about what, what is this going to look like? What is this going to long-term look like? And I think I was just fighting too hard to like deal with what just happened. I was in such shock. I never once thought what are the long-term repercussions going yeah. to be of this accident. I never you even d- considered that. No. I oh, never man. considered that's impressive. that. No, I think it's just shock. I don't think it's impressive. I mean, when I got in the ambulance, I told the guy, I told you guys this, I told the paramedic, Hey, I'm leaving for Mexico on Thursday. So whatever we need to do to wrap this up, like, let's go. Because I fully believed I was getting out of the hospital on time to go officiate a wedding in, in on Thursday at the same reaches. Yeah.
2: And- but that's just how we're so opposite. <laughs> When I was in the emergency room the other day and they told me I severed that tendon, I was like, I'm never going to play guitar or play video games or write ever again. Like, I, I immediately go to that worst case scenario. I'm the exact opposite.
1: Well, we're all different. But but one of the things that made my list this year was it's okay to be mad at God. Yeah.
0: For sure. So what yeah. about you, Well, Well, um, I have several others. Uh one of the things is is the lesson of sometimes less is more and mm-hmm. why, and it's and it, and I'm, I'm applying that to work for because i just i've had a really difficult time cutting back on my practice because i i guess i was afraid if i cut back then it would go away and, um, and, but I've really, because I took action on that, I've really taken action on that. And it's, and that is, I, I've definitely cut back and I've been doing it long enough that the, you know it's not going away, <laughs> but, the, but the good news about me actually cutting back is that I'm happier. And so that's where the less is more for me, is really applicable with that.
1: Less can be so much more in so many cases.
0: Much more. And it's interesting because, you know, I was, I mean, the financial thoughts are part of that. And, but my, my oil checks went way up. It's been crazy because, and then I started getting social security, which is so much fun because on the 23rd of every month I get a check deposited in my account. That's bad. And, fantastic. Which is totally making up for how, for the for the cutback. So it's really interesting and that's where it's it's just less is more. It's just
2: better. You think I can go ahead and file for that?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet.
1: A little but too one soon. day. Your <laughs> day really- is coming Kev.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get there.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another one on my list was don't ev- was don't complain about exercising. Yeah. Like how lucky we are if you are able to exercise. Like I had to not exercise for months. And I promised myself I will never complain about the gift of exercising ever again. Yeah. Yeah, I love love and I feel gratitude. And every single time I exercise now, I think back on the days that I couldn't, so that the only thing that I can do in those moments is feel gratitude for a. Yeah. And uh, similarly, co- uh, correlating with that one, is how important it is to have a strong and healthy body. God forbid something happens to you. Yeah, exactly. The doctors told me the only reason I lived through my accident was because I was in such good health and my body was so strong. They told me that the accidents that they saw on, in my body, on my body, were only seen in dead people um, because by the time those things are affected, those parts of your body are affected, the damage along the way is so great that you don't survive. And the doctor even asked me, what did you what do you do? And I was like, I take yoga from Blair Isom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Janice's daughter.
1: <laughs> and, I used and Of the- course
0: they knew who that was. Yeah. Um they uh, she's actually a led- field did know. <laughs> yeah, <I> did. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny.
1: Yeah. And speaking of field, really quick, another one on my list is how blessed we are to have access to great medical care.
0: It's it's just beyond, you can't even put it into words.
1: We don't even know how lucky no. we are that we're not getting botched up along the way by some guy in some third or fourth world country who has no idea what he's talking about. They don't have access to scans or machines or treatments or care. I mean... I was in the hospital for nine days and I absolutely loved my nurses and doctors and care. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. And I will not, I'm sure you've learned that, Kevin. Like the miracle of like great medicine watching yeah. your baby. Learn.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: You know, it's and- something that's
2: so different than how it, you know, probably used to be. And it's 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 impressive. Yeah.
1: It is it's not amazing.
2: Usually, it
1: is for so for millions and millions of people in the world that it's not a used to be for a lot of people. It, it is an is. I mean, my children that I adopted from Ghana, they come from a family of 14. Every single one of those children was born on a dirt floor in their home.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. We're and even re- in a
2: hospital, I mean, no one, no one you talk to, no, no books you read, nothing can possibly prepare you for how visceral that experience is of, of childbirth. And I'm not even on their, the bad end of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's
0: not a walk in the park.
2: No, nothing prepares you for that. But,
0: <laughs> but I'm glad
2: they have it down so, you know, so yeah. low.
0: Well. No, that's true. That's really true. Yeah. It, you know, one of mine is kind of similar along those lines is the... The, the, mess, the lesson of self-care and just the no. absolute power of diet, exercise, and positivity. And I think that part of the whole lesson and all of that is the joy of getting older. For me, it's joyful. Me getting older is, you know, so many people when they turn 70 or, or 65 are like, oh, I'm getting old or blah, 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 blah. And I am, I'm in better shape than as good a shape as I've been any time in the past. I have a, you know, I don't have quite as much abdominal muscles, but I'm working on it. But, you know, it's just a joy. <laughs> it really enables you to, it, to embrace getting older and yeah. that being a joyful event, you know? But,
1: Much of that to what we already spoke to is how important it is. I think that you're enjoying so much of where you are at 70 because of how you took care of yourself at 30 40. 40.
0: No, that's exactly right. That's the power of it is that it sustains you as you get older. And then so then you can find joy in being older rather than complaining because you can't, you know, I mean, there's some things that I can't do. I still stand on my head every day for three minutes and do a three minute wall squat or, you know, and do, I mean, there's plenty of things that I can do that are, that are just because of being really disciplined about yeah. that for all yeah. these years. I mean, and I, I mean, I'm not perfect with it, but enough, you don't have to be perfect. Sometimes <laughs> less is more. Even with that, too much exercise can be too much.
1: Absolutely, I totally yeah. agree with that. And take yeah. away from life, just like your work did.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What? What else you got, Kev?
1: Well,
2: one of mine is, uh, and this is something that happened within the last few days, kind of hit me. And it it may sound kind of generic, but I think everyone, you, I really need to make sure make a conscious effort to really savor and enjoy every moment with family whether it's my family of three here or with my parents or with my sister and my niece and whatnot and what really hit me hard was when uh and it turned out to not be a big deal but uh the night after Elise was in uh delivery we were in the hospital room and I'm sure you guys know after you have a kid like it's not the easiest thing to go to the bathroom the first couple of times you know you need help
1: Uh, yeah Awful.
2: So me and the nurse, you know, we helped her to the bathroom Then I wait outside and then um, we were helping her up and Elise just like she was getting up off the toilet just like collapsed like a sack of potatoes it just felt like we held her she didn't fall because we had her arms but um, it really freaked me out and so the nurse grab, pulls like the panic thing you know and nurses are flooding in and whatnot and I'm being calm and whatnot we're trying to like wake her up like you know but after a couple like a minute or two there's like six nurses in there and now they're starting to worry. And I just lost it. Like I got, I was hysterical. Like she, 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 it's so weird to see like your wife unresponsive, you know, I've never felt so like scared or helpless. It was like the worst thing ever. And eventually they like one of the nurses reached over cause they realized it was cause she hadn't eaten. And they were like, she said, dad, calm oh. down. It's okay. This is known to happen. And I was like, all right. And I felt better, but like, I really lost it. And it just, like went to show me, you never know what could happen. I mean, one second. Everything could change. So yeah, I, I really want to make sure and make an effort to every little moment just stop and be in that moment and say, you know, life is good. Yeah.
0: It's so They're good. Amazing. Yes. Uh,
2: and they were so nice to me when we helped her up back to the room and they were like, good job, good, yeah, great job. And I'm like, I wasn't helpful. Like, I totally lost it. <laughs> like, <I> was-
0: <laughs> but you made it. You, you unlost it. You found it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-
1: so one thing I wrote down is how hard it is no matter what age or how how challenging being a parent is no matter what the age. Yeah, I was under this like total uh, disillusion that once my kids went to college, <laughs> I could just you know, kind of wash my hands and surrender to the the world you know anna print and carter they go be the worlds now
2: it's easy street <laughs>
1: um, i don't know that i've ever had a more difficult four or five months of parenting than i have these last few months that they've been gone um and it's just challenging in a new way you know it's just because ch- now we're and and, and you know As parents, it doesn't matter what stage and Kev, you're about to be, you know, when, when they're newborns, you're like, oh, if they'll, if they'll just get to sleep through the night, then as soon as they sleep through the night, it's a whole different ball game. No, it's just a new ball game because now they're up and they're waking up and smiling and crying a lot more. And then, okay, once they walk and once they walk and I don't have to carry them around everywhere, then it's going to be a new ball game. No, now you have to watch where they go and what they get into. Once they start talking, it'll be great. Cause at least I know what they're feeling. No. Cause once they, they can tell me what talking, they want. Yeah. They never shut up. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it's like you're in, as parents, you're kind of always thinking the next stage is going to be better than, or easier than that stage. And it's not, it's just a different stage. I mean, Janice, I've watched you be a parent of adult, your adult girls and when they struggle, you struggle. And when they're hurting, you're hurting. And it's not like- but
0: Here's the difference. I am powerless. And there is something by the, by the time that they are off the payroll, then I may feel sad or I might feel scared or something like that with them. But I have, and I've learned that so so much of this in Al-Anon, which is the first three steps. First step is I'm powerless over. Second one is I can't. I mean, the first one's I can't. Second one, he can, meaning God. And third is I think I'll let him. So those are the three steps that I do. Whenever I start to worry about one of them, I really don't anymore because I am not, my parenting days are over with them. Mm -hmm. they, they make their choices, they're, they are off the money, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't give them Christmas money, but, you know, so, and it, there is a certain, there's freedom in that, you know, and it doesn't mean you don't care. No, I just, I just have,
1: I'm 51, I have 19, 19, 17, and I can just tell you it's as challenging as it's ever been.
0: <laughs> oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. I remember. <laughs> I remember.
1: <laughs> and I think I just thought once they were in college, you know, it would just be, but they're not off your payroll and they're not, you're still responsible to that for them and to them to varying degrees. And I don't know, it's just been, it's been beautiful and wonderful but it's also been really challenging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, to uh, the remedy I guess is like don't keep waiting for the next stage or don't be under the illusion that the next stage is going to be easier. It's not. It's just it's just a different new fun exciting challenge.
0: But I do think it's easier. I think it's I think that adult children are much easier because you are Your so children out of it. My adult children, my adult children. Okay. I agree. First, no, I, <laughs> not yet. The day uh, is coming. I promise you, but it yes, is not I want there. To go
1: back when they were seven and eight years old. And my biggest yeah. was, please don't wake me up before 6am. Just yeah. let me, you know, that exactly. and like, no, I'm not reading you one more bedtime story. Like, <laughs> you know but it's like you're in that you're like oh i just can't wait till they're they don't want me to read them bedtime stories and it's like no now you have to wait up for them and pray to god that they're okay and safe when they get home you know it's like
0: oh yeah exactly
1: give me me the bedtime story back
0: (laughs) no it's true it's so true uh another one of mine was um letting go of the results And that that's uh, something that, with uh, applicable to primarily this book that I finally finished, and you know, and and now just letting go of it and just letting it unfold, however that is gonna look, you know, and that that has really helped me because I there was a period of time when I was like, okay, well now I've got to do this and I've got to make sure I do this or, or go try to do some programming or uh, whatever and I have not I just have let go of the results and thinking Mm. well we'll see you know but that and that helped me a lot
1: I love that one Janice you know I think that is such the younger we could learn that lesson the better I just wish I learned that at such a younger age than I did me too but I guess you got to get old to learn these things you get to get old. That's <laughs> right. Amen it's to that. <laughs> Amen to that.
2: I get okay. a lot of this stuff early, being on this show. So
1: I know it's so true. Yeah, I kind of envious of the lessons that you you're you've heard along the way that I wish somebody had taught me before my 40s or 50s.
2: It is nice. It's an advantage. I, I will. I will admit.
1: Yeah. 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 Do you have another what, one? I, um, yeah. I, I said um, that, and these two go kind of go hand in hand, um, but I, got, I thought of them at the same time. I learned this year, I've always had great friends and a beautiful group of people, but there's a real big difference in having a friend group and having a tribe. You know, you people call their people their tribe, and I, tribes are different than friends because tribes rally tribes you know it's like if you're down you have somebody there to pick you up if yeah it's a group of people that have your back which is really different than having a friend and when i was hit this year i learned i learned about my tribe and the way people showed up for me I couldn't do anything was incredibly humbling I mean incredibly humbling my my tribe my friend my dear dear friends you two included just never uh, didn't even question the ways that you would pitch in and help and I mean within hours there was a GoFundMe for the time that I would be out of work there was a I, I didn't ask for any of this there was a cooler on my porch with three or four months of meals every night for my there was home health care. There was, I mean, it was just, I I was my room looked like my home looked like a florist for months. I mean, it was just one thing after it's like whatever anybody thought that they could do, they didn't ask, do you want me to da da? They just did it. They just yeah. They just saw or felt the need and they did it. And that was just incredibly humbling. And in that same vein, watching Craig's unconditional love for me, and, you know, I couldn't do anything for Craig. I couldn't be physical with Craig. I couldn't tickle Craig's back. I couldn't go out with Craig. I couldn't for months. I could do nothing for him. And the way that he loved me when I could do absolutely nothing for him and the way that he made me feel that my wheelchair was no big deal. Like he would just take me down in my wheelchair, throw the sucker in the back of his car and just act. I mean, he never made me feel bad or stupid or inferior and whatever it was going to be, you know, we, we were going to get through it. Yeah. We get through it. And I've never had that. I've never been able to roll on somebody to take care of me like that.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Um, was, I learned what love looks like. Like yeah. real love.
0: All right. Who's next?
2: <laughs> well, I think you're out of time.
0: <laughs> I have time over. Can okay. I say one more really quick yes. it, it was actually the first one I wrote. Yes please. that the at when I was reading a lot of my readings around Christmas, I became really quickened with the idea of grace and the that the whole nativity, happening was a demonstration of our essence of us being a child of God and that we don't have to do anything to be that. All we have to do is breathe. It's as simple as I have grace because I breathe. And for some reason it, it, I thought that a lot, but for some reason it became really big to me, just almost like a deeper quickening understanding of how that how that is and so yeah that was one of the great that was a big lesson for me
1: do you think janice it was because of whatever was happening in your life like what do you think caused that deepening for you was there well circumstances surrounding it no
0: not really i was just when i was reading my devotional books and they were we were they were all talking about you know the that god became human through that through christ and that we are that same child mm. and that that just became alive for me i mean i've always thought it i haven't always thought it i used to think a little more legalistically about it But now it just has kind of gone into a real deep, deep, deep knowing, as opposed to just a a thinking and Mm -hmm. just the wonder of grace. Just because I breathe, and everybody else has it too, that has it all. So anyway, that was a big one for me.
1: You know, what's really beautiful about that, Janice, is if God. If Jesus was a manifestation of God in the flesh and yet, and the Bible says also that we are created in the image of God and you look at what Christ did and, and of course, you know, he was perfect and, and I'm not, but one of the things that is, when you say that, that I hear is how empowered I should feel because God is within me, just like God was within Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only should I feel empowered because of that truth, I should also understand because of the power that Christ had and influence and love and grace that his life exuded and gave to all of us, what kind of power do we have to also extend and offer that same kind of love and grace to humanity? That's exactly right. That's
0: exactly right. We all we all if need I got it. it then so do you. And the yeah. recognition of that in other people. I think. I,
1: yeah. You were the one that taught me that just because I breathe I had value and I remember sitting in your office nobody had ever said anything like that to me. And I I remember crying because I'd never believed never heard nor did I believe that I mattered. And my value came from my breath mm-hmm. because so many people, families, institutions, jobs, your value comes from what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> right, right, right. My right. breath right. Didn't matter, you know, my breath yeah. did not add value. And yet it is true, whether we accept it or not, that our value is in our breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We matter as we There's breathe. Truth. If we're breathing, we've got it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you guys so much for such great reminders. And, and, you know, I just encourage all of our listeners to also take your own minute to reflect on lessons you've learned. Because I think that if we name it then, and we say it, it kind of just brings it to life in a new way. And we all, I don't care what your year has brought, good, bad, hard, challenging, amazing, beautiful. We all have things that we can find gratitude for. We all have it. Even if it your breath.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, Kev, go be an amazing husband and dad today.
2: I will do my my best. I promise you.
0: I'm going to be an amazing dog mother today. Oh, yeah. Real quick, you got to tell everybody about your dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom and I got a dog today. We drove to Waco and got a Labradoodle. And his name is Buddy. Like (laughs) Elf. he's really cute. Huh? Like Elf. As
2: in Buddy the Elf.
0: Uh Uh-huh. After Elf. (laughs) Tom's favorite show. And
1: the legend lives on. (laughs) All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Happy new year. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week.